Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I'm delighted to have Matt Jacobs, Senior Vice President of Commercial Systems at Penguin Computing with us. Welcome, Matt, to the program. Hi. Thanks for having me, Allison. So, Matt, let's just get started with a grounding on Penguin Computing and your role and evolving role in the compute infrastructure arena. Sure. Penguin Computing, we've been in the enterprise and HPC scale-out markets for about 20 years, so that's how we got started. Today, our value is really bringing together end-end solutions all the way from on-premises deployments to HPC on-demand in the cloud, and then all the software and managed services and hosting services that are involved in the middle to put an all-encompassing, sort of comforting, if you will, experience around the full palette of open technologies and then making those technologies useful to the enterprise. Now, I know that we have had a long history of collaboration in terms of delivering technology innovation to the market. In fact, you guys were recognized as our High Performance Technical Solution Partner of the Year last year and have really taken a foothold in the HPC arena. Tell me about why HPC is a great fit for Penguin and the solutions that you're delivering to market. Thanks, and thank you for the honor of the award. Yeah, we've had a long history of built to order, and that's sort of what we've done. We segued that into an HPC stance in the early 2000s where we made a few acquisitions that gave us a lot more expertise in the software and management spaces in this market. Since then, it's been a long and successful road. We've built a good on-premises business. We have a fantastic HPC on-demand business that's highly differentiated. And the objective for us in the HPC space is to be able to deliver something to our customers at every point on the HPC spectrum. There's a big push for cloud. A lot of organizations have a cloud-first mentality and we have a very good resource, a highly tailored bare metal compute environment for HPC on demand. And on the other end of the spectrum, we have our on-premises capabilities. And some organizations are opting for hybrid. And so hybrid has become a big part of our diet as well, where we can help our customers deliver something configured to mean utilization targets on-premises and then burst out into our cloud environment. And I think that's the sort of innovation that the market needs now. And it's nice for our customers to be able to engage with one organization and have an answer for each one of those pieces rather than to have to talk to five to ten different organizations. High-performance computing is certainly looking as an area where AI is going to be a critical influence. We're also seeing AI expansion from some of the largest data owners in the world, some of the largest cloud service providers and web presences out into the mainstream enterprise. I know this has been a huge focus of Penguin. Can you tell me why you're seeing this as an opportunity for the company and what you're hearing from customers in terms of their interest? The move to AI, the advent of AI has been a growing trend for us for two years now. Our HPC heritage certainly gives us the system level expertise in terms of looking at a problem, reaching back into our product and partner portfolio to develop good solutions, balanced solutions that satisfy those needs. But it's interesting. AI is not a traditional enterprise IT problem, and it's really not a traditional HPC problem. And so the fact that Penguin has been operating in the enterprise and HPC markets successfully for decades now 
gives us enough input from each of those worlds to come together and bridge the gap uh, between traditional enterprise IT and HPC. And that union is really where the interesting things are happening in the AI market. Now, Intel just recently released a number of different products, including our second generation, the unscalable processors, that had some unique optimizations for AI acceleration. Where are you seeing those playing as you start working with customers on deploying infrastructure for AI? Uh, we're very happy to see DNNI or DL Boost as an option on the Gen 2 processors. We have a lot of work that's happening with the accelerated space with Intel at the core. If you look at the market today, there's not been a lot of activity at the edge. And the real growth opportunity for this market does lie in the edge. So there are some symbiotic technologies there um, that are going to sort of converge over the coming 18 months on LTE Gen 5, which is going to give us a network to sort of deliver on the reality of edge compute. But then there's also going to be a host of compute platforms that are going to be a lot more suited to the unique environmental and uh, job concerns for workloads at the edge. And so we look at the uh, palette of processors for the edge that Intel has developed in this new generation, and that really gets us excited. We are currently now deploying systems at the edge for a lot of different types of customers in telecommunications, retail, and other markets. And it's difficult. It's difficult because we're putting HPC architectures that draw data center types of power and dissipate data center types of heat out at the edge. And so we think that the new generation of products for edge from Intel are going to give us the platform we need to build specialized solutions for these markets. So all in, uh, an exciting launch for Intel and an even more exciting launch for us at Penguin. When you think about that challenge at the edge, what are the things that you need to think about in terms of the design of the infrastructure that may be different than when you're deploying in a data center? And how does Penguin address that in terms of delivering those types of solutions to customers? There are no shortage of concerns and changes when you look at deploying at the edge. If you look first and foremost at the raw multiplier, what we have happening in the training side of the business, while it's been the bulk of what we've done to date, we see a ratio of probably 3,000 to 1, or at least 2,000 to 1, at a steady state in the market between inference at the edge and what's happening at the data center. So the multipliers are huge. If you also look at the underlying technology for LTE Gen 5, the shorter wavelength of that platform is going to induce a much more dense hardware population in order to deliver on the same type of coverage that the previous generation of coverage would have delivered. So if we start to compute at the edge and we associate it with those towers, um, you can start to see immediately the multiplier there is going to be pretty large. So the concerns here are environmental, first and foremost. These are not data center-esque environments. So we have to have low power, low maintenance, easily maintained environments but also environments that are well-tuned for the workloads. And this is hard because the workloads are sort of nebulous at this point. Uh, without having the network in place, it's a little bit difficult to say what workloads will be driven or enabled by that network. So we need something that's tuned for the workload itself. We need something that's low power. Uh, we need something that's easy to maintain. But the spread of the specialization of the hardware itself, the, the processing power itself, means that there's going to be inherent diversity from the data center to near edge to far edge. And that diversity will be difficult from a software writing standpoint. 
And so we have to have a means to combat that diversity, uh, workload portability, if you will. And the fact that Intel is offering us uh, an opportunity here through a single API to be able to target workloads at each of these levels of processing capability should help to ease the entry into the edge space. So we're pretty excited about that. Tell me about the conversations that you're having with customers and their comfort with integration of AI capabilities into the way they're running their businesses. And what does that mean for the industry as we partner with them to deliver this new capability to their business and propel them further? We're seeing two primary modes of deployment of AI right now. One is very large-scale deployment for research and training in the data center. And then we are seeing very small-scale deployments, but organizations that are moving very quickly past the research phase and moving directly into putting these systems into production at a smaller scale. There's not as much happening in the middle right now. Lots of things will come together, I think, to bring the middle in. I just spent this week at another conference for this type of workload. And the recurring theme that we heard from some of the largest companies in this country is, yes, we have the curated data sets, which is sort of step one in the journey. No, we do not have the internal expertise to leverage AI and machine learning the way we would like. And no, we don't know really where we're going to start. And so in talking with these organizations, our sales process through our AI practice is really to ferret that out, to work with these organizations in a very collaborative manner, in a very direct manner, to help them work down their list. And so the key here really is to pick the right place to focus early and pick something that's most likely to yield success, which, of course, is difficult if you don't have that expertise on hand. And then make sure that you're staffing that properly. The expertise is required, and unfortunately right now it's a little difficult to come by. But having the data sets curated, having the skill sets available, and then having a partnership like our AI practice at Penguin to navigate what are we trying to ask of this system, and subsequently what is the right system to design against that data set and those questions is probably the biggest challenge that we are seeing right now. You know, there are secondary challenges, right? I mean, these systems don't look like traditional IT systems. It's very common for us to deploy 60-plus kilowatt racks for our AI customers. To combat that, we have started a hosting business. Our hosting partners are able to house those racks, and so a lot of times what will happen is we'll build an architecture for an organization and we'll put it in our data center and host it for them. Sometimes even the management of these infrastructures are difficult for our customers, and in which case we have a managed services organization that can also manage the systems on their behalf. Some of our largest AI customers in the research realm today have deployed multiple thousands of GPU-based servers to attack this problem, and they haven't even actually ever seen them. So we build them and deploy them, obviously architect them, and manage them on behalf of our customers. So our objective in this space really is to, from the workload down, try to sort of reduce the friction involved in embracing these technologies and making them useful. If folks want to engage with Penguin, talk to your team about POCs or trial deployments, where would you send them for more information and to engage with your organization? Certainly. Starting with our website is always a great place to go. There are several points of access there to reach our organization. Our partners are also a wonderful conduit into our general capabilities, so those would be easy ways to get a hold of us. 
Um, we're also active in the market at large. We participate in a lot of events, and we are continually contributing back to the open community. We look forward to the conversations. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the program today. It was a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.